You're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with Brie Kirk, episode number 36. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing what to understand and do if parts of your human design or gene keys feel wrong, feels boring, feels discouraging, or feels unimportant. So let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. This is Brie Kirk, and you're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast. You're committed to living life by your own rules, and that includes the actions you take to build your business. The Frequency and Flow podcast explains how to grow your business's unique brand, marketing, sales, and operations in alignment by leveraging your own energetic blueprint using human design and gene keys so that you can take aligned actions without force, frustration, or burnout. With over 15 years of online business experience and now over four years into my own human design experiment, I discuss my own learnings and challenges while giving practical guidance that you can implement to build a fulfilling and abundant business that creates the life of freedom that you desire. Let's dive in. On an earlier episode of this podcast, I spoke about how when I discovered human design, I felt truly seen for the first time in ways that I never could have imagined. More than any sort of tool or modality had ever given me, human design just helped me understand myself in a whole new way. Today, I actually want to go into what happens when you learn something about yourself through your human design and through your gene keys that actually feels the opposite of that where you feel like it's discouraging, like you've been dealt a bad hand, like it's boring or it's unimportant, or it feels just like it's not you, like it doesn't make sense. For me personally, um, when I learned about having gate 59, the gate of intimacy in, as my human design evolution, which is the biggest challenge that I will face again and again in this lifetime, I honestly felt that it was quite triggering for me. <laughs> and I even had a very emotional reaction to it where it was like, oh, that can't be me. This can't be it. This can't, uh, like, it just made me so mad. It almost made me kind of throw all of everything that I had been learning about Gene Keys to the side because I just didn't didn't resonate with it at all. And in fact, almost felt offended (laughs) by it. And there's even things like as I've continued to study and learn and work with clients around their own human design, that I found myself wishing like I wish for someone who is so motivated and determined that I had a defined sacral center and I could work all day, every day on my business, because it is something that truly lights me up. So I felt myself being envious of all of the generators that I speak to and all of the generators that I work with or manifesting generators, because they're able to just put so much more energy on a day-to-day basis into what they do in terms of taking action on it. And then, you know, like just, just other things, there's other things that I felt like at times, I wish this was me. I wish I had this And a real practice for me in this journey of my own experiment in human design and learning about the system and embodying the system is learning to accept and love myself as I am. And that includes every single little piece 
of my design because I want you to understand, and this is part of my own journey as well and understanding that there is no such thing as a bad design, as an unfortunate design, as a mistake in your design. There's nothing about how you are designed that makes you less than anyone else. You are perfectly designed as you are, and and that's super, super important. There's no part of anything about your human design or your gene keys that should be a hindrance or should be a block to you getting, creating, manifesting everything that you desire in life. There's no reason that because you have a certain design that you can't manifest, that you can't create the life of your dreams. There is nothing that says a certain piece of your design makes it impossible for you to do X, Y, and Z. That's not how this works. Every little piece of your design is a special gift that is given to you for a reason. So it's really important to understand not just divine beauty of this life that we're living on earth as we did not come here by accident and the way that we were designed was not by accident. And the sooner that you begin to understand this, the easier it is to love yourself more and more than ever. And when you love yourself more and more than ever, that is when you truly allow things to manifest in your life. So if you see something outside of yourself that feels disempowering, that feels like a hindrance, that you feel like it's preventing you from doing something else, I invite you to look at it differently because you are here with that design for a reason. Another example of this for me is I have an undefined G-Center, which means my journey in life has been very roller coastery. <laughs> my identity and who I am and who where I'm going shifts over time very differently. And you know, for a while I saw that as a hindrance to me being able to just create and build a successful business. Or maybe the reason that I have an undefined G-Center has made my journey a little bit longer, but I feel like it's made it so much richer because as you hear me get on this podcast week after week, I have so many experiences, so many learnings that I need, that I want and I need to share with you. And when I began to see this differently, instead of feeling envious of other people who had a design I thought I wanted and started loving myself for the design that I had, that is when, like I said, when things truly changed in my, not just in my inner world, but in my outer world as well. If you're studying human design, you're studying your own human design, you're studying at a deeper level, or whether you're just getting into it and you've just found, you know, found me here. I want to encourage you. Human design is a growing field. It's growing in popularity. It's growing in every way possible. And it is a art and a science. There's certain things about it um, that are a given, and there's certain things that are up for interpretation. So if someone's interpretation doesn't resonate with you, if it feels disempowering, if it feels icky, if it feels dismissive of who you are, I encourage you to go find someone else to learn from. And I'm saying that including me too. If you feel at any point that I deliver a disempowering message to you, I invite you to go find someone else to learn from. And that's totally okay. I know my the way I interpret human design, the way I apply human design is very different than a lot of other people who are out there doing similar things that I do. I think it's really important for you to understand for any piece of your human design 
for any element, any aspect that you're learning about. When you first learn about it or you first start studying it, you might not understand the full gift of it right away. You might kind of see what it is. You might at an intellectual level understand it, but you might not like fully embody that that gift. And this is where I invite you to really dig deeper into the art and the interpretation and contemplate what you are learning and seeing until you see it in a more empowering way. So whether that's working with someone new, whether that's doing your own dive into the literature and the learnings, whether it's um, just giving it a break and coming back when you feel like you have a fresh perspective, I really encourage you to continue to study it until you realize the full gift that every single aspect of your human design has. So for example, you know, there's 64 gates or 64 keys, whether you're looking at human design or gene keys. And there, each of those keys or each of those gates represents 64 different archetypes. And each of those 64 archetypes are on a journey where at the shadow level, it is the archetype is in some sort of fear or victim mentality. And the archetype is their journey from that fear and that victim mentality into freedom, into self-sovereignty, and into a consciousness that is beyond anything that's in our human comprehension. And each of these archetypes is equally important and it's equally expansive. So if you're hearing something, like if you're looking at your gene keys, your conscious sun placement, and you're like, oh, this feels kind of unimportant or boring, or it doesn't feel like me, it feels like kind of dull. If it feels less than or feels any of those negative emotions, I have a reflection or maybe a journal prompt or a prayer <laughs> for you. I want you to really ask yourself how you can see this aspect of your human design at its most elevated and exalted magic. And if you're at this elevated and exalted level, what is the ripple effect that it can create in the world? Because all 64 of those archetypes are needed. And so if you have a certain one in a certain placement, it's by design. And if it feels disempowering, I'm inviting you to see it differently. What is this archetype at its most powerful? What is this archetype at its most potent? And what is the ripple effect when you're at that level? Like, what is the ripple effect that it can create in the world? How can you live into that magical gift better than anyone else so that it can become your <laughs> secret superpower, something that you can use to change the world. And even though we're talking about 64 archetypes, this applies like all of these archetypes and how they work together. That is what makes up your human design chart. That's what makes up your gene keys. And each of those placements and each of those activations is so intentional by a power greater than we'll ever know. In this lifetime. So it's really important to just love and accept and understand that it is extremely powerful no matter how it is and what it is. And if you don't feel it in your soul, if you don't feel it in your heart, if you don't receive it in a powerful way, I really encourage you to journal on it, talk about it, think about it, pray on it. Like, how can you see this in a way that is powerful? is important, is potent, is magical. If you're still having trouble 
connecting to a piece of your human design chart or your gene key, something still feels a little off to you. I also want to remind you that human design is the science of differentiation. It is exactly that. It is a science. (laughs) And what science is, is it's an experiment. It is trial and error. It is testing things. It is trying something new. The science of differentiation is something that you are being called to test and to play with. And there's going to be certain things that might get in the way of you feeling truly connected to your chart that are outside of you know, just how you interpret the information. So there's three things that I want to go into here. And these can either make you feel like how you feel disempowered. It can go into how you feel about it. It can go into how you connect to it or anything to prevent that prevents you from feeling like, oh, this is me and this is how I fully feel seen. So the first of those things is if something is consciously or unconsciously activated or defined for you. So if something's conscious, that means in your brain, you recognize this in yourself, in your mind. Those activations that are in your conscious design are easier to recognize in yourself. Sometimes our unconscious designs are and activations are harder to recognize in ourselves because they are unconscious. They are beneath the surface. They are in our body. (laughs) You know, the unconscious is the body. It is ancestral lineage. It is our DNA. And so sometimes some things that we see are activations in our chart. We might not resonate to them because maybe they're in our unconscious design versus being in our conscious design and awareness. Another thing that might be preventing your connection to certain pieces of your chart is conditioning. So when I say conditioning, because each of us has our own energy, our own aura, and sometimes when we're in the energy and aura of others, that energy can condition us in certain ways. It can change how we see ourselves. It can change how we act. It can influence us in one way or another. And so sometimes that conditioning that we experience, you know, sometimes we experience conditioning and we can just let it wash away at the end of the day or at the end of our conversation or however it comes to us. Or sometimes that conditioning sticks with us because it can be ingrained in us over time. An example of this that's like very specific for me is when I discovered I was a projector, it was very enlightening to me because I had been conditioned as a manifesting generator my entire life. And so even though I was conditioned that way, it, it kind of felt wrong, but I didn't have words to put to it until I found human design. So for example, if you are, you know, say a reflector, but you don't, you resonate more with like a generator or a manifesting generator, or you resonate more with a certain like gate or channel or something like that, it could just be because there's conditioning, like putting a casting a net over your own energy that prevents you from really like tapping into and feeling what your energy is on its own. The third thing that can kind of hinder or prevent you really connecting to your own energetic blueprint could legitimately be a response to trauma that you've experienced at some point in your life. This can be something that you've, you know, 
had to cope with in a certain way. And when you see it come up in your chart, when you're faced with it face to face, when it's something that is traumatic, whether it's big T trauma or little T trauma, that can create an emotional response that can kind of have you react in a way where you push it away versus embracing it. And I just want to say that I am not an expert in trauma or processing trauma or anything, but it's this can happen. And I definitely have felt this in certain things that I've looked into in my chart where it's brought up certain painful or traumatic memories. And so it's things that have taken me longer to kind of sink into and accept and embrace in my own design. Um, this might not be for everyone, but it is definitely a reason that you might feel disconnected from certain things in your chart. So I'm just going to go through those three like big areas that might be create some disconnect between you and what you're seeing in your chart. The first is being if it's conscious versus unconscious design. The second being conditioning. And the third being that it's provoking some sort of trauma response. And if any of these are what's happening that are making you feel disconnected or disempowered or sad or angry or annoyed with anything that's in your chart, I have just a few recommendations for you. The first is to really take care of yourself and seek help if needed. So if something is like provokes a trauma response, you know, you need to take care of yourself in order to face it and accept it and embrace it. Please do that. Seek help, professional help, qualified help if needed. And I really think that it's important for you to also dive in only at the level that you're comfortable with. So a lot of people, when they learn about human design, they get super excited they dive into everything, they go super deep into it, they try to learn everything. And all of a sudden, there's just all these things, you know, it, it surfaces or it like provokes so many things to just pop up that with it bring a lot of emotions and a lot of patterns and all of these things. And so my recommendation is just to go at a pace that you feel comfortable with. And only go at the level that you feel like you're able to not just learn about your chart, but to understand your chart and to embody your chart. You know, you want to go to a level where you're really taking things in. And if that means you move a little bit slower so that you can get to the depth of what it's telling you and into the depth of that experiment, <laughs> then that's what you need to do. And lastly, just something to think about is instead of focusing on the trigger itself, so if you learn something about your human design that you feel disconnected with, feels disempowering, you boring, feels kind of icky to you, instead of focusing on the, the trigger, the emotion itself, or the lack of emotion, if it's something that feels boring or unimportant, maybe focus on what about it feels triggering or emotional to you. So using the example I gave you at the beginning of this, this podcast, my gate 59, the gate of intimacy in my evolution sphere was very triggering to me. And instead of focusing on how angry and annoyed that it made me, I really started thinking about like, what about it was triggering? Well, the gift of it is being, is transparency and um, int well, intimacy is the gift and the city is transparency. And it was very triggering me to me that it was this placement, this activation, my evolution sphere was telling me that I was basically purposely hiding pieces of myself with, and 
I didn't love the fact that it was like calling me out for that. And I didn't love the fact that it was, you know, like calling me to be more open because I just didn't love the idea of being transparent with things like in my business. Because at the time in my business, when I was really studying this, I had a huge down period in my business. Like my business had come falling apart and I was being called to be more transparent about it. And the thought of sharing more about my business that was failing at that point more publicly and more transparently, oh my gosh, that sent me in a very emotional spiral where I kind of rejected it. Well, I didn't kind of, I rejected it. I pushed it aside. I said, no, this can't be right. And went through that whole spiral before coming back and realizing that I was just, that was me reacting from a shadow space and then coming to terms with how to move forward in a way that wasn't going to just continue to re-traumatize myself, but to grow and develop and then use those lessons for my clients and for you listening, any for you listening and everyone. So <laughs> it's, really getting into not just the trigger itself or the thing about it that causes the emotion, but it's like, why is that emotion coming to the surface? And like, what is it about you? Like what insecurity or something or actual piece of you know experience or anything? Like, why is that? Why is that causing that emotional response for you? Because what you will learn through your design and what you're going to learn through your energetic blueprint, these are all some of the biggest lessons for you in this lifetime. And we are in the middle of our lifetimes right now. So you are in the middle of these lessons. You are, you've learned some lessons, but you're in the middle of these lessons and there's still a lot of lessons to come. So of course, things aren't going to feel perfect all the time, but there are so many things for you to learn, understand, and grow from in your chart. And the more that you accept and you embrace and you embody these lessons and just acknowledge that these lessons and these triggers are there, the more that you will grow and expand and live into what your design is and it will begin to make a lot more sense. On a side note, I'm super excited to announce the release of my new free workshop series, Human Design, Marketing Strategy, and Business Alignment. This workshop series lays the foundation for creating and implementing an effective marketing strategy using your human design. A marketing strategy that aligns with your unique energy so you can continue to build, grow, and scale your business with less force, less frustration, and less burnout. You can go to the link below in the episode description. And again, this is a free workshop series. If you like what you heard today, remember to subscribe, like, and comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love it if you took a screenshot and shared your favorite part of the episode on your Instagram stories, tagging at Brie Couric, or just you can send me a DM and say hello because I cannot wait to meet you. In the next episode of the Frequency and Flow podcast, I'm going to be discussing how the wisdom of your gene keys can be used in your soulpreneur business. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with me, Brie Couric. I am so grateful you're here. If you liked what you heard today, I invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can benefit from this information as well. 
Head on down to the episode description to get links to all my content and programs, including free resources made just for you. I hope you have a beautiful day.